0: You're listening to the Newstack Makers, a podcast made for people who develop, deploy, and manage at-scale software. For more conversations and articles, go to thenewstack.io. All right, now on with the show. Since its inception, Amazon Web Services, AWS, has been the
1: best place for customers to build and run open source software in the cloud. AWS is proud to support open source projects, foundations, and partners.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of the New Stack Makers, and I'm so excited for our discussion today. We're talking about Amazon Managed Services for Apache Flink. And joining me are Deep T Mohan, a principal product manager, the technical part of the story there, helping us out, understand things, and she works with Amazon Web Services, and Nagesh Hanali, a principal software development engineer, also at Amazon Web Services. Welcome. Well,
2: Thanks for having us.
0: You bet. So, everyone who is listening to the show, we did a previous episode, we covered Apache Flank in that discussion. As many of you know, it's an open source project, and we talked about some of the use cases for the technology. And in this episode, we're going to hear about Amazon managed service for Apache Flink. And the Amazon managed services for Apache Flink is Amazon Web Services fully managed offering for Flink. Now, I would love to get just a look at Apache Flink. If you could Give us just a quick summary of it, either Nagesh or, or Deepthi. Uh, please uh, let us let us know what your perspectives are on Apache Flink. Sure.
1: I'll, I'll take this. So Apache Flink is an open source framework and a distributed processing engine, and you could basically write code and do stateful competitions over unbounded and bounded data streams. So customers can, just like in Apache Flink provides a framework and they, they can write a code where they can consume from a whole bunch of sources the sources can be kinesis data stream it can be your kafka stream and you can do computations like joins uh, aggregations etl extract transform and load and you can transform your data and you can do complex windowing functions event time processing a whole bunch of like very advanced real time stream processing techniques and you can publish the results that you generate to a whole bunch of destinations as well. And these destinations can be your Kinesis data stream, uh, Kafka stream, DynamoDB tables, any such thing. And the flexibility that Apache Flink offers is because it is an open source framework and because it's modeled based on a plug-and-play kind of a, a implementation, you can basically bring in your own source connectors, you can bring in your own destination connectors, or you can actually expand on on the libraries that the Apache Flink provides and write your own processing logic. And the community is very encouraging and thriving. There's a lot of implementations and versions that are launched, and it's a very active community that Amazon also participates and contributes to.
0: It makes sense, right? Transforming data is such a big task now. It's, and it's more and more People are doing it, aren't they? Lots of companies are finding that they need to transform data all the time. I know we've faced that even as a small media organization. Yep, that's right. Well, so what is Amazon Managed Services for Apache Flink? And what's the story behind it? I'd love to know the origins.
2: Sure. So Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink is a fully managed offering. You introduced that in the beginning. Uh, So what it really does is it makes it very easy for customers to build and run Apache Flink applications. And you really don't have to know Apache Flink or don't have to have a lot of experience with Apache Flink to run an application on Amazon Managed Service. So because it's a fully managed service, we manage things like the availability, the durability, we make it very scalable. So you, as a customer, don't have to bother about any of the extra details. All you need to do is bother about your own application logic that you write using Flink libraries or use the Flink APIs. And we take care of everything else around it for you so we manage your flink job apply best practices we build in operational excellence to your jobs so we really in take care of everything else around it all you all a customer needs to do is to think about their business logic and how they want to implement their application so that's that's Really centered around ease of use, right? So it's really the easiest way for you to run Flink anywhere. The origin story, uh, that's an interesting one. So from Amazon, we have been, you know, using Flink and we've had the managed service for Apache Flink launched since 2018. At Amazon, we have Kinesis Data Streams, which is a streaming ingest and storage service that was launched way back in 2013. A very popular service to ingest and store your streaming data. Around the same time is when Kafka launched as well. Apache Kafka is an open source offering. And at the time uh, from Amazon, uh, we were focusing primarily on Kinesis data streams. We also have another service for Kinesis data firehose that does the delivery of these data streams to different destinations like S3 and Redshift and and now supports a variety of other destinations as well. In that same brand, umbrella, we launched Kinesis Data Analytics. Initially, we launched only a SQL-based offering that wasn't Flink-based. That was back in 2016. And in 2018, we looked at our customers and customers really wanted the ability to write code in different languages. And primarily it was JVM based languages like Java and Scala, where they wanted to do more complex things than what SQL alone can provide. So which is why in 2018, we decided to support under the Kinesis Data Analytics umbrella, a Flink offering. And we've been running Flink on AWS since the latter half of 2018. So we have thousands of customers already on the service. In 2019, we also launched at Amazon MSK or the managed service of managed streaming for Apache Kafka. And that's when things got a bit confusing because customers who were using Kinesis Data Analytics weren't sure that they should be, if they could be using Flink with Kafka. So we really listened to our customers and uh, we wanted to improve the awareness of our service, which is why we are now renaming Kinesis Data Analytics for Apache Flink to Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink. So it's an existing service going through a rebranding exercise to really attach to Flink because that's the open source project that uh, we are based on. We support everything from Flink out of the box. So you can use it with, as Nagish was talking about, any Flink connector on the source or the destination. And we are really jumping in on Flink bandwagon because Flink is really popular these days with a lot of our customers, and uh, it's becoming more and more critical in data applications.
0: So it's becoming more popular with customers. I'm also impressed with Amazon's focus on open source over the past, you know, few years, and really, you know, trying to uh, help companies, you know, better use open source projects. And Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink really reflects that, doesn't it?
2: Absolutely. So it's, it's it's really a testimony to the open source projects as well and our contributions and our support for open for the open source community. And the, the whole rebranding and the renaming is a testimony to that.
0: So there's a lot of ways to run Flink on Amazon Web Services and, you know, transforming data is one of them. How does a customer make a choice? How do they choose?
1: Right. AWS. We are committed to various open source projects like Deepti was mentioning and we are, we contribute and we participate in community discussions very closely and Outside of AWS, like, you know, uh, customers can run Flink in various ways, like, you know, Yarn, uh, Mesos, Kubernetes, that kind of infrastructure frameworks. And within AWS, we want to be able to support customers with different preferences as well as, like, different type of requirements, I would say. And these requirements, are they range from where custom. there are some customers who would like to have full control about everything. In terms of the infrastructure, like uh, and the code, and how they deploy, and like all the things that they would like to do with their application, and we have, and that's one end of the spectrum. And then there's on the other end of the spectrum, I don't want to do anything that is related to infrastructure. I don't want to know what kind of instances are running. Hands off. You manage it for me. I just want to submit code to you, and you run it in a very highly available manner. And that's where like, you will see that on the one side of the spectrum where it is fully customer managed, it's like they can run it on EC2 instances, right? Or they can run it on Elastic Kubernetes Service, which is EKS. And somewhere in between there is EMR, where they do a bit of management in terms of like kind of helping the customer install Flink clusters. But then customers are still responsible for running Flink jobs and managing the Managing the health of those jobs. So, to the other end of the spectrum is where managed so Amazon managed service for Apache Flink, which is our service comes into picture. We provide a fully managed experience. So, when customers come to us, they are just coming to us with a with a jar. It's just a jar. They submit it to our to our service, and we run it. We run it in a very highly available manner, and like we manage your job so that it is always processing, and we provide a whole bunch of features along with
0: it. So, what are those things that you're doing that they that the customer would have to do themselves if they didn't use your your managed service? Right. So, it starts
1: as simple as what kind of servers do I need to pick? What kind of EC2 instances do I need to pick? Right, and it goes from there. Like, you know, okay, like and if the servers keep going. Down, like how do I replace them? Like if if the EC2 instances are going down, how do I like bring them back up? Right. And then how do I deploy this job? Like, you know, once I write a write a jar, once I write an application, I need to be able to continue to make changes to that application. I need to update them. I found a bug. I need to fix things. I need to be able to deploy them. So when we start thinking about deployments, and all these failure scenarios, like uh, EC2 instances uh, going down, that sort of a thing, and see it in the context of real-time stream processing. Right, this real-time stream processing is where, like, you know, customers are writing these applications, which are serving some active use cases. Like, and you know, it can be your, it can be a media application. It can be a, like you know, a monitoring application where they are actually alerting on on certain things that are happening in their production systems and you don't want those systems to go down when whenever there is a deployment happening you don't want even if it is a matter of minutes that's a big impact to our customers right so that's where we msf comes into picture where like you know we limit those kind of events to order of seconds right where like you know the, the job continues to keep cross the thing we like detect your failures we replace it we replace the faulty instances we make sure the job comes back up as fast as possible
0: interesting now customers are using it for a variety of purposes i understand for instance there are uses for like etl can you provide some examples uh, for how customers are using the service
2: sure i think you can put the use cases into three main buckets there's Streaming ETL, Extract Transform Load, where you're getting data at a particular cardinality, you want to aggregate it into to a destination, preferably with lower cardinality, right? A typical example of this is log aggregation. You have logs coming in every minute, you want to aggregate them to every 5 minutes and store it for auditing purposes later but all of this needs to happen in real time so that's a streaming etl use case the second type of use case is real time analytics and this is particularly useful in case of dashboards you want to see what's happening right now you you want to understand a useful example that i can talk about is let's say fraud analytics right you want to understand really what's happening in your transactions and if think something is fraudulent, it's immediately flagged. That's, that's one type of use case. And the third type of use case is complex event processing, where you have data coming in from multiple sources. You want to join them, you want to aggregate them, make more sense of it. Maybe you want to alert a downstream system to take action, uh, even extending that same fraud analytics use case. Let's say you're looking at transaction data that's coming in right now, You have historical data of the person and their credit card history that's that's in batch data somewhere. You're joining the two to understand if a particular transaction is fraudulent or not. And then you are alerting a downstream system to take action. Maybe that's limiting your credit limit or maybe it's increasing your credit limit, but that business logic is something that customers can build into their use case. But that's a complex, an example of a complex even processing use case. I can give you another example of, of a company called Arity. They are part of Allstate. Uh, they are a technology company that works on making transportation uh, safer and smarter and more useful. So what they do is they analyze driver behavior insights that's collected based on driving data using a device in, in your car. And they use Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink to transform and analyze this data in real time as someone's driving and take actions on it. So that's one of the examples amongst the thousands of customers that we already support.
0: So you have lots of customers using Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink. I'd love to you know hear about some of those companies and what they're doing. And from there, I mean, I would love to hear about the ease of use that they have And using MSF managed service for Flink, you know, what are some of those things? And like, how is Flink really helpful for being something that could be used right out of the box? Let's start there.
1: Right. So we have thousands of customers across like tens of regions and we manage tens of thousands of applications for our customers today. Amazon managed service of Apache Flink, we have customers such as Norton, LifeLock, Nextdoor. Samsung uh, they all use our service to transform uh, from batch analytics to real time streaming analytics.
0: Is that what really is happening here in the overall market because where where we're going from batch to streaming is that really the you know is that really what's going on and 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 is that just because people want data faster and they need those analytics faster to be able to act on their business?
1: Yeah. You are exactly right. Co- companies and customers are realizing that There's a lot of insight and value to be uh, gleaned from, you know, looking at their data in real time and processing and analyzing them. And they're able to get, like, much better insights in real time and faster now because of systems like Apache Flink. Cool.
0: And so when you're using um, Amazon Managed Service for Flink, there's an easy use and there's this out-of-the-box concept. Tell me about that.
2: So... In terms of ease of use, uh, I think we've have, we have gone over this a bit where we kept saying that you just need to bother about your own code. You don't need to bother about anything else. And what that really means is you are, as a customer, are looking at the Flink APIs and Flink offers multiple levels of APIs. We covered this in the previous episode, but I can quickly go through that. Uh, so there's a, there's a very easy SQL and table API, uh, with where you need to write very less code and, but you also don't have a lot of control. And then when you go down that list, you have the data stream API, which is by far the most common one, uh, where customers can write code in Python, Java, Scala, and you have a little more control than you do with SQL, but it's a little tougher. And then there's the process function API where you have all the control over your events, your state and time semantics. But really, at that point, all you're thinking about as a customer is the Flink APIs. And when it comes to deploying that on managed service for Apache Flink, all you need to do is you have very simple create application API or an update application API. And to manage state, because Flink offers you the ability to do stateful computations, you also have APIs for managing your state, like create snapshot. No, it's it's just all very simple APIs that you are very familiar with any other application. So you write your code and then you just deploy it using managed service for Apache Flink. We also auto scale, so you can turn on auto scaling. Current auto scaling is based on the CPU usage, so it's just uh, completely elastic. And you know you really benefit from the ease of use of these this API and the infrastructure and the managed resources and the managed Flink cluster really because what we are doing for you is we are managing your Flink job and you only bother about writing your code. The second aspect is the the out-of-the-box, which is really Flink out-of-the-box, and that goes into the fact that we support everything that Apache Flink supports, including all of the connectors and all of the new features that Flink comes up with. Uh, So all of the capabilities of Flink are available out-of-the-box for you. What's important to note here is because we are a managed service, We also make sure that the version of Flink that you're on is very stable and battle tested. So we go through a ton of testing beforehand to make sure before Manage Service Apache Flink offers you a version, it's really well tested. And you're not getting, you know, as with open source projects, you're not getting untested or buggy versions uh, before they are made stable by the community.
0: We have about five to ten minutes left and I'd love to get through some of uh, some of the other advantages of using a managed service versus you know managing Flink on your own. And then I'd like to get into uh, availability and how you achieve that availability for for customers. And then finally, how do you get started? maybe we'll just start with some of the, you know reasons people are using, Amazon Managed Service for Flink versus just managing it on their own? It makes sense. For
1: all its flexibility and the advanced uh, features that Apache Flink provides for customers who are not well-versed in stream processing concepts, it can be really hard. And that's where Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink comes into picture. We provide significant value to our customers there where we make a lot of decisions on behalf of customers so that like we we make it very easy as much as what dpt was telling earlier like where they just focus on writing their code right and there are multiple places where we uh take these decisions like the first is the availability right we make sure we run your application because flink is a distributed application it runs on multiple ec2 instances and uh, your code is essentially running on multiple ac2 instances so we make sure like we handle the uh, availability zone failover scenarios and like you know we make sure we detect and bring your application back up and uh, including the state part of it where you are like restoring the application where it left off before the failure happened and that's very critical for our customers because they don't want to lose data when these things are happening and then the second aspect is the scalability you can scale up and down by orders of magnitude without having a big impact to your availability and that's a big advantage that we bring to our customers customers can like go from like you know 10 instances to thousand instances in a matter of minutes and even within that we make sure your job that was processing goes through availability downtime for a few seconds for tens of seconds. That's it. And that's a big value to our customers because if if you can imagine that is like you know some, some application that is serving an active production use case for a customer, it's not impacted. They are not imp- their customers are not seeing you know impact where like you know they're seeing latent results, things like that. And the additional thing is this this comes back to the part that I was mentioning earlier. Fling provides a whole bunch of features and that translates to about 300 plus properties uh, that dictate how an application can run and how it can perform and that is where managed service for apache flink comes into play where we actually pick very good defaults for default values for our customers and this is based on a lot of testing that we do when we launch our flink versions and this helps in two things, it makes sure your job is stable, highly stable, and the second thing is it is performant. When when I say performant, I mean it can process your records as fast as possible. Um, and these these configurations vary from memory configurations, state management, like you know, and network configurations. All of these things. If customers don't use MSF, they have to think through what is the right value that they need to. And on top of it, we. Perform observability, right? Like we, we basically monitor these applications in real time and we detect if there are issues and we react to it automatically. And that's what, uh, that is, that is a big advantage to our customers because then, like, you know, if there are certain things that go, that they got it wrong and if there is active events that are happening that is causing uh, availability to their applications, we are there. Our, our systems are there reacting to that and making sure the job continues to function as it was before. And the last bit, which is actually a very crucial bit in today's world, like it's it's basically the security aspect of it. We make sure we keep scanning for vulnerabilities, the CVEs, right? And we and these vulnerabilities can pop up at multiple levels. It can be the OS image that you're running. It can be the the containers and the customer code that they brought in, right? All of that. So we make sure, like, as much as the managed service for Flink managers, like, we make sure we scan for these vulnerabilities and then we patch them regularly. And as part of patching them, we still make sure your job goes through a very low downtime, which is, again, a very important
0: aspect for our customers. That's really... Interesting. And maybe we could just conclude with how do people get started with you know the managed service? And then how's it priced? Sure. So
2: people can get, get started in two ways. You can just sign into the Amazon Web Console. You can create your application. So you can create your application using an ID of your choice. And you can use a language that Flink supports any of the languages that it supports, that's Java, Scala, Python, and SQL. After that, you build your application. You upload your application to an S3 bucket, point the Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink application to that S3 bucket, and just hit Start Application, and you're good to go. The other way to get started is using an interactive way. So we have something called Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink Studio, where we offer a notebook. So that way, you can write your code in SQL, Python, or Scala, and you can see the results immediately getting back to you. So you're able to modify your code and make changes and iteratively build your applications. And once you're happy with your application, you can then promote it to a continuously running node application that runs 24-7. So those are the two ways to get started. We are paid for only for what you use. So that's the type of pricing that we have. It's based on a unit called a KPU, that is one vCPU and four GB of memory. You with For every KPU, you also get 50 GB of storage attached to it. And there are really no resources to provision, nothing upfront. So it's completely pay-as-you-go type of service.
0: Well, thank you both so much for taking the time to talk with us about Amazon Managed Service for Apache Flink. It's really been encouraging to hear that AWS is putting so much energy into its open source projects. So thank you very much for joining us, T and Nagash. Uh, uh, thank you very much.
1: Since its inception, Amazon Web Services, AWS, has been the best place for customers to build and run open source software in the cloud. AWS is proud to support open source projects, foundations, and partners.
0: Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's one of the best ways you can help us grow this community, and we really appreciate your feedback. You can find the full video version of this episode on YouTube. Search for the new stack and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss any new videos. Thanks for joining us and see you soon.